Welcome to Grief Matters, a podcast that features conversations about life and death, hosted by Lori Opitz, Director of Bereavement at the Joseph T. Quinlan Bereavement Center. No subject is off limits and no topic is taboo. Please submit your questions about anything end of life, dying, death, and grief to KarenAnnQuinlanHospice.org slash Grief Matters. Hi, everyone. Today, I'd like to talk a little bit about how to give support to someone who is grieving. We are in the season of giving, so I think it's helpful to know how do we support someone who is grieving, especially at this time of year. Um, The first thing I can say is show up and really show up. And that means right from the start, it means from the second you hear of the death that you start making plans. I'm going to go to the wake. I'm going to go to the services. I'm going to go to the celebration of life. Whatever the services are, you are going to show up for that person. It's not convenient. It's not gonna be good if I take off from work on these days. Um, I don't have a sitter for the kids. Um, Death is not convenient. And uh, it's it's not going to work into a comfortable time frame most of the times. Um, but you need to show up. We never forget when we are the person who's mourning. We never forget who's there for us at those services. Who made the time? Who rearranged their world to be here for me? And who didn't? It, it means a lot. It's that important. Also, you need to keep showing up. Being at the service is, is wonderful, um, but you need to keep showing up. And if you can't be at the services, um, you can do something else to show that you're there with them. Send flowers, a call, a card, a text. Um, but that doesn't mean you're done and you don't see them or talk to them until Christmas time. You need to keep showing up. So maybe it's as simple as a text every week or even every day. You might say, oh, I don't know what to say. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I can tell you that saying nothing is the wrong thing. Doing nothing is the wrong thing. Always. So what what do I text to them? Thinking of you. Hugs. Love you lots. Send an emoji, a heart. Send a broken heart emoji. If you're brave, call. They might not answer because they're not up to conversations, but call and leave a message anyway. And call again and leave another message knowing that you are showing up in the way that you can because you love them. And as the months pass, the keep showing up matters a lot because for you, it might be, well, it's been six months or, well, that was last year. They're fine now. But for them, it's still current events. It's still every day missing them, every day waking up without them. 
What's historical for you is current events for them. So you need to keep showing up somehow. Learning how to just sit and be with them and not flitting around and trying to distract and keep things busy, but to just sit, just sit with them. If, if they need quiet, sit quiet. Check in and say, um, while I'm here, do, do you want to talk or would you rather just not talk? We can just sit or do you want me to put some music on or would you rather the quiet? It's okay to ask. Um, Open-ended questions like, so what do you want? That's not helpful because what they want is their loved one back. What they want is this nightmare to end. But if you say, I really want to help you out and I can't fix everything, but would it be better if I did the dishes or throw a load of laundry in for you? That's easier for someone who's grieving to answer. Give them permission to just be who they need to be right now. And if that's a couch potato, great. Let's be couch potatoes. If that means right now I just need to like keep busy. Um, can we just like organize closets together? Then that would be fine. Organize the closets together. So follow their lead and do what they feel is soothing and nurturing and healing and comforting to them, even if you don't understand it or agree with it. This is not about what you need. It's about what they need. Invite them to things. Invite them to events that are happening, even if you know they are not going to come. Invite them anyway and say, it's up to you. Um, where You're always welcome. Whatever your need is, you come as you're able and as you're ready. And if they do say, I'll try, but I really can't say definite yes until like an hour before, because I don't know how I'm going to feel on that day. I don't know how I'm going to feel minute to minute. Make that okay. Don't judge and say, oh, well, I'm going to need to know by the Saturday before. No, they get all the passes. They get all the permissions. Um, in grief, we can't make decisions uh, futuristically because we just, our feelings change from minute to minute, from second to second. So we can't say how we're going to feel and if we're going to have the energy um, or the ability to do a social event on that day. And maybe we can go, but can't stay the whole time. And we need a, a quick exit. We don't want to have to say goodbye to every single person. We need a plan B to get out when we need to get out and make that okay. So some of the don'ts, don't judge, don't critique. Uh, if only you would just go out to lunch more, if only you would do more things, you'd feel better. Or why don't you just jump in the shower and put some makeup on and get dressed up? You'll feel better. You can't tell somebody 
what to do to make them feel better. You can only imagine what you would do to make yourself feel better if it were you. You can't know and don't assume that you know what's best for them. Don't say, I know how you feel. I, I lost my husband too. I know just how you feel. No, you don't. You surely don't because you weren't married to my husband. And you don't know what our relationship was to me, what sacredness and intimacies uh, it offered me. You don't know the voids that are in my life now because of his absence. So even if you had a similar loss, don't assume you know how anyone feels in grief. You may understand that they're hurting. You may know they're missing that person, but you don't really know it until you've lived that exact thing. Don't ever say, God needed another angel. No, he didn't. Angels are angels and people are people and God doesn't need any of us uh, to be one of his angels. Um, it was their time. They're in a better place. Sure, they're in a better place. Uh, but the grief is not about them. It's about us missing them. And them being in an, a better place does not comfort us. They're supposed to be here. I just want them back. And that's because we love deeply. And it's always going to be that we want them back. So those kinds of platitudes are not helpful. So to sum it up, these are just a few do's and don'ts. Um, don't judge. Offer support through texts, chats, visits. And don't stop showing up, ever. Please send me your ideas and your thoughts on the do's and don'ts. I'd love to hear what works and helps you and what doesn't work or help you. And maybe we'll do a do's and don'ts part two. As always, thanks for listening because grief matters. If you would like more information on any grief or bereavement issues, including options for counseling, please feel free to call us at the Joseph T. Quinlan Bereavement Center at 973-948-2283, or you can contact us online at copewithgrief.org. Please remember to subscribe to the Grief Matters podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast.